0: This is the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast with Kristen Burgess, and we are relaxing our way into episode number 25. Welcome to the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast, the tips, tools, and straight talk you want for pregnancy, childbirth, and bringing up baby. And now your host, Kristen Burgess. This is Kristen Burgess from naturalbirthandbabycare.com, and I cannot believe it, but we are on episode 25. I have been recording the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast for almost exactly one year, and I can hardly believe that. It's been a good year for me, lots of learning and growth as a podcaster and as a mom, always, and I hope it's been a good year for you. I really appreciate you as a listener to the podcast. I love getting your feedback on iTunes and on Stitcher and the other directories. And I really love it when you send me an email and tell me, Hi, Kristen, I found you through the podcast. It just makes my day. So thank you for that. I have an exciting announcement that I'm going to share after the podcast. And right now I just want to let you know about a couple of updates. The site, as you know, has been undergoing a redesign, or if you're listening to this in the future, hopefully it's all done. But it has taken a lot of work on my part. And it's been stressful, but at the same time extremely rewarding to see how much better my site is for all the effort that I've put in it. And that's most exciting because it's better for you. I've just most recently gotten all the breastfeeding pages updated and I'm really excited about those. I'm especially excited about my article on improving milk supply through nutrition. I really went through and spruced that article up and I think that if you're worried about the quality of your milk or if you just want to make sure that your milk is of the highest quality possible, you're going to get a lot of benefit out of that article. So check out the entire breastfeeding section. Almost all of the pregnancy and birth sections have been updated now, so just take a look at all of those and enjoy those. I'm going to go ahead and jump into the topic of our podcast this week, and this week, since I'm not quite as busy, we're going to have an actual podcast topic rather than just a Q&A. I talked a little bit about this topic on the last Q&A, and I wanted to dive into it because it's something that has been close to my heart recently, and it's something that I think is so important for mothers, and it's something that we as mothers often forget. If you happen to be a daddy and you're the stay-at-home parent, you might encounter this too, or if you're with your kids a lot, I think often daddies are working outside of the home, and even with a stressful job, they get a little bit more time away than the mamas. So... This podcast is really addressed to mamas because it's after my own heart, but there's information in here that can really help everybody. And as you'll hear with the book that I talk about in a few minutes, it was actually a book that was written for business people that helped me realize that, hey, I needed to make a change and inspired some of these things that I'm going to talk to you about. What we are going to go over is renewing yourself. And that's what I titled it because I guess that's just what came to my mind. But this is really talking about renewing, relieving stress, relaxing, refreshing yourself. A lot of R words in there. But these are all things that are important for you to do to to just be able to maintain your balance as a person and to be able to go throughout your day without biting everybody's head off, which is unfortunately something that I tend to do when I'm under stress. So I've been thinking about it a lot lately because it's not something that I want to do. So let me share some tips with you so that you and I both can handle mothering gracefully. First, you must take time for yourself. I know that that can be hard, and you're probably sitting there going, Kristen, it's impossible for me to take any time for myself because the baby wants to nurse every hour, and the toddler is climbing on top of the refrigerator, and I can't get him off. I understand what life is like with one little one, with two with more. I really understand that. And I've also been a single parent and before that I was a parent with an absent helper. And so it was pretty much me doing all the work anyways. And I'm still a homeschooling mom and the stay-at-home parent and I'm still a work-at-home mom. So I understand how it can feel absolutely impossible to take time for yourself. But even a little time is vital, and I'm going to give you some ideas on this podcast for how you can find little bits of time that can make a big impact for you. There are a lot of aspects to our lives, to what makes us up as a human being, the whole you, the whole person. There's the work that you do if you work outside the home or inside the home. And a lot of us consider mothering as our work. And I want to say I definitely think that's a valid job because that's what I am first and foremost. I'm a wife and a mother. And that's a valid job. So if you consider mothering your work or, again, if you work outside the home or if you work inside the home for a home business or if you help your husband with his business or his work or whatever you do, there's a work aspect to your life. Then there's family and that can encompass everything that you do with mothering that also encompasses homemaking and keeping your home which is really important to nourishing everybody in the family having a clean home a neat home having nourishing meals uh, being organized all of those things go into taking care of the family and then there's your health that's an aspect of you how healthy are you physically and even mentally but then there's a whole mental and emotional category And I put those two things together because they really revolve around each other. You being mentally stimulated in a good or a bad way tends to have a direct emotional effect. And it's in our minds that we really consider and process our emotions. So I put those together. But you could separate them out if that resonates with you. And then there's the spiritual aspect of yourself. For me, that means uh how i feel connected to the lord how i feel when i'm serving you know do i feel like i'm serving the lord as he wants me to do i feel like i'm talking with him like i should for you it might mean something different and there's a lot of spiritual refreshment that goes on Uh, i would say that mine is really outside the realm of organized religion because uh, i believe the bible It doesn't really have to jive for me with any specific denomination or what any specific church believes. So what you believe to be the spiritual aspect of yourself might differ from my beliefs or anybody else's beliefs. I would encourage you to realize that it's there. No matter how you may minimize it or not, it's there and it's important. And it could tie in with the mental and emotional things that are going on with you too. But think about this as that realm of personal development where you want to be a better person. That's a good way to think about the spiritual aspect of yourself. The reason why I'm talking about these is because we really can't ignore any of them. I mean, we try to. Because you get busy and it's really easy to ignore some of these things and let other things totally overwhelm you. I'm just like any other mom and I've experienced that. You give everything to your kids or you give everything to the kids and the house. Or you feel really stretched Then, and you're giving everything to work. And then what little bit you have over left over goes to your husband and your kids. It's all just really very stressful and then there's nothing really left for you nothing left for you to take care of yourself physically or take care of yourself mentally emotionally or spiritually your health goes spiritual renewal goes mental renewal goes personal development goes and I would even argue that most of the time our relationships go we tend to try and make time for our children when we're really stressed out things like our relationship with our spouse Friendships outside of that or even our relationship where we're really connecting with our children. It's not just the superficial I'm taking care of you kind of relationship. Those things tend to go out the window when we're really stressed and when we're really busy and when we're not taking time to take care of ourselves and to make sure that those things are happening. I don't say that or mention that to cause guilt in you because if anybody could feel guilty about it, I could. But I say it because... The way that we improve is by becoming aware. And so by becoming aware and saying, you know, what she's saying is right. I can see that in my own life. That's how we get to a place where we can improve. And this podcast episode is all about taking the time to do little things that help us to improve. It's not about feeling guilty. So let go of any guilt. There's always going to be things that you mess up on in life as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, with anybody. So it's best to just let go, move on, and do better this afternoon, this evening, tomorrow, next week. Hopefully you can start soon with uh, with renewing yourself. But yeah, it's just there's always going to be something you have regrets about. So don't let anything I talk about make you feel guilty. Just let it help you decide steps that you're going to take to enjoy your life more and build relationships acknowledging all of yourself so all these aspects that we just talked about it doesn't have to take a long time I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I had read a book and this book was actually recommended to me by one of my business advisors in relationship to my business which is of course naturalbirthandbabycare.com and the books that I write in my childbirth classes that I teach that's my business. And he was talking to me in relation to that. But when I read the book, of course, I got business lessons out of it. But what really resonated with me was the importance of personal renewal. The book is called The Power of Full Engagement. And I did not write the author down. So and so it's not in my notes in front of me, but I will put it in the show notes. But the book is again called The Power of Full Engagement. And I think that what I got out of the book is exactly what the authors wanted me to get out of the book because it's, it's way different than any other business book that I had ever read. But they essentially talked about the way that you improve in business or in life, in anything that you do. This includes your work as a mother. So what they, they're talking about is they talk about stress and relaxation and how you need both of those things. Stress is what pushes us to grow and relaxation is what pushes us to renew. And, but they talk about how you need that in all aspects of your life and in all aspects of your being. And the way that they defined it is similar to what I described to you. I changed it a little bit to suit my ideology, just like I encourage you to do. But it, but they, it was really similar, and it, it was kind of profound to me that all of these things... In your life, you need to pay attention to these, not necessarily spending all day dwelling on them, but you need to acknowledge them and make time for them. And throughout the entire book, there are snapshots of clients that the author's consulting company consulted with and what these people did to help them make changes and find refreshment or renewal or challenge themselves in whatever area they were struggling with. The snapshots really opened my eyes, not so much because they gave practical examples of what these people could do, even though it did, because it gave step-by-step instructions on what each person did, but what really opened my eyes was that it didn't take a lot of time. The small changes, and really it was small changes in routine that they had each of their clients make, and those small changes made a big impact. So the, what they encouraged their clients to do was to make the time to begin. They called them rituals, to begin these rituals of renewal. But, you know, we're, we're not talking about dancing around st- stones or anything. We're talking about taking a minute to get a coffee at Starbucks or take a walk. That was what they defined as a ritual, but the ritual's purpose was for renewal. And that's just what they called it. So they didn't take a lot of time, but it was important. It didn't take a lot, but it had to be intentional, if that makes sense. And it can be a work in progress. It was a work in progress for the people in the book, and it's a work in progress in my life. I'm sure it'll be a work in progress in your life. And it can also change. So I'll give you some examples from my own life personally. When I was a single mom, and it was just me taking care of three little children all day, day in and day out, what I did to refresh and renew was I put them to bed at night, and then I played a video game. It was an online video game. I had a lot of friends in the game. I chatted with them, and that was kind of that was kind of my release because at that time, uh, my website was helping to support me, and I did that in bits and pieces here and there during the day, and I took care of the kids, but then when they went to bed, I really needed some time that I could talk with other people and still be available to my kids and that's what I had and also my writing and natural birth and baby care were a bit of a release for me because to be able to write and to inspire other moms and things was and still is something that I find incredibly fulfilling so those things really were periods of renewal for me other things that really helped me at that time were taking my kids to the library once a week for preschool story time because they were really little kids at that point, a baby and and a toddler and a preschooler. And we also went to the park about once a week, uh, a local nature preserve, and it had a boardwalk that wound along the river. And we would walk, and at that time we lived in the southern United States where winters didn't get very cold, so we did that pretty much year-round. Always went to story time, always went and took a walk, and that was really a time, as I look back on it now, that was a time that helped me maintain my sanity, both being in a beautiful place in nature, and then we really loved the library, and the librarians were wonderfully sweet to me, and so that was another period of renewal. Now, it's totally different. So what my life looks like currently with my periods of renewal are I get up, And I read a devotional in the morning and a few verses from my Bible. And that helps me get my day started. Then I walk our puppy alone for about 15 minutes. Occasionally, Corwin wakes up, and if he does, he'll go with me on my back. But he's just looking around on my back, so it's still essentially a quiet time for me. So I walk with our puppy alone around our property for about 15 minutes. I say my morning prayers, think about the upcoming day, think about what I'd like to do with the day, think about how I want to guide the children that day and what I would like for them to accomplish. And that gives me a few moments of peace and quiet to ground myself, to think about the fact that I want to smile and that I want to handle things calmly. It's very essential, (laughs) a very essential moment of renewal. I've also gotten into the habit, and this is something that the the powerful engagement talked about a lot is making sure that you take care of yourself physically and i've i've made a habit of taking about 20 minutes and i do this in my bathroom every day to do a little workout i use resistance bands and then just my body weight so push-ups and squats things they don't take up any space obviously because i'm in my bathroom doing them and it only takes me about 20 minutes I usually do this with at least one child and often two in the bathroom with me because Corwin, my baby, is almost always in the bathroom sitting on the floor or sitting on his potty and the floor or a combination thereof and often honor our two-year-old comes in the bathroom with me too to watch. And what I do is I do sets of the workout. So I do a set of squats and push-ups. And, uh, and like pull downs with my resistance band then I take a break to get my breath and while I'm getting my breath I actually usually stuff diapers how sad is that that's what I do in between my exercise sets this is what life as a mom really looks like yes yeah, so then I do another round of squats and push-ups and then I fold more diapers and put them away and then I do another round and then I fold more diapers and put them away and uh, and often I'll have a book open on the counter too And I'll read that while I'm stuffing diapers, while I'm calming down for my exercise sets. I don't recommend extreme multitasking, but um, i got to say, do as I say and not as I do in that instance. But anyways, that takes about 20 minutes. I know that it takes about 20 minutes because if I happen to watch a video on YouTube or something while I'm doing my squats, which I occasionally take my iPad in there and do that, then I I know that by the time a 15-minute video is up, I'm usually done even with folding and stuffing diapers in there, too. So that doesn't take much time. My littlest ones are usually in there with me, and that's a nice time for me. I always feel invigorated after it. I always feel really proud of myself, so that's a good thing for me. In the afternoons, I usually read a chapter in the Bible. I do that with kids around. Sometimes I get interrupted a million times, but I can usually at least get through one chapter that way, and that's really important to me. In the evenings, we walk the puppy again, and I say we because for the evening walk, Scott goes with me, and on the weekends, he goes with me for every walk, and I really, really, really love that time to be with him, and I think he likes it a lot, too. It's something that we've just started since we got our puppy, and she's three months old now, and we got her about two months ago, so that's just a really nice time for us to connect usually Corwin is on my back usually he falls asleep on that walk and uh, and so it's really it's a nice time for us and it's it's very important because I mentioned relationship earlier and that is really one of those relationship building times where I'm able to talk with my husband without interruption and that's so rare in a house with six children so it's just really a wonderful thing also on sometimes I'll listen to a podcast and that's nice for me because I get ideas from other moms or if it's a business podcast or a food podcast or whatever and that's that's just a few minutes of renewal for me right there that I fit in wherever I am in the day maybe sometimes I do that while I'm cooking or another chore that I can listen I go to the library once a week by myself. Corwin is old enough now that I leave him with Scott and I go as soon as Scott gets home from work and our library closes at eight in the evening when I go which is on Tuesday nights and so I'm gone for about three hours. I nurse Corwin before I go and he's fine with Scott until I get back about three hours later and that's a huge luxury for me it's not something I feel comfortable doing when I have a really young baby but uh, when I have an older baby or a toddler it's something that Scott is happy to to help me do and it's a wonderful time for myself I usually do classwork at that time because I'm always taking continuing education classes so I can make sure I'm getting you the right birth and baby information Um, but sometimes I'll just sit and putter around online or look at books in the library And it's just, it's a really nice time. It's a huge luxury. I know that many moms aren't going to be able to have something like that. But it is something that I do. And uh, I feel like it benefits my family in the end for me to have that time because it helps me to be a happier mommy. Even though Scott picks at me on the way, when I'm on the way out the door almost every week telling me I'm abandoning him, I know that that's not really the way that he feels. So these things are all simple and the things even that I did when I shared from when I was a single parent, but they're intentional. They're things that I chose, and especially the ones that I just described that I do now are things that I really intentionally planned out and decided to do. And I also I say prayers throughout the day to just take a minute to pray. And I try and smile and lower my voice when moments are really tough. Uh, and that's that's actually an idea that I got from the book, too, and it was about a fellow who was having problems at work where his coworkers felt like he was speaking angrily to them. So he was his challenge was to smile and lower his voice, even if it felt really unnatural. And he found that uh, a few weeks after a few weeks, that habit had become much more natural feeling and he wasn't getting nearly as many complaints from his coworkers. So I decided that even when I'm frustrated, I'm going to try and smile and lower my voice. And I sure feel like I look really fake sometimes, but I would rather look fake with a smile and a lowered voice than totally lose it. And believe me, I have totally lost it before, which is why I'm bringing you this podcast, because I want to help you relieve stress and stay whole and balanced so you do not totally lose it. You need to find what works for you from the suggestions that I gave or from your, from your own things that you can think about. Here are some other suggestions that I came up with when I was trying to brainstorm ways that moms or moms, dads, anybody can find renewal. So exercise is a good one, and that can be anything that you want to do. Resistance bands like I do, body weight exercises, kettlebells, weights a workout dvd workout dvds are often a lot of fun if you have kids who are doing it with you because they really like to try and do the exercise poses with you and not only will you get a nice workout you will probably also get a nice laugh so that's a good idea if you've got especially little kids preschoolers who are going to be around you while you're doing it walking with your kids is a great idea. I walk around our property. We have acreage, so I walk around our 15 acres. You could walk around the neighborhood, or if you have little kids that you can't leave, I have the luxury of having bigger kids who are always here at the house, even if Scott's gone to work. My older kids are here at the house for the 15 minutes that it takes me to walk our property. Um, But if you have only little kids, an idea that I got from PJ over at the Busy Mom Survival Guide podcast is just walk around the yard with your kids or let them be in the house or in the yard where you, and you just walk around the backyard so that you are always looking at the house if you don't feel comfortable walking around the neighborhood for instance while they're sleeping or something teaching your kids to have alone times I've talked about this in other podcasts and I really feel like it's an important strategy for moms especially moms who have lots of little's because It gives you time where you know that your child is safely occupied and you're not hearing, Mommy, 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 or Mama. Look, Mama, look, Mama, look, Mama, look, Mama, look, Mama. Or, Whee, Mama! All those things that we hear all day, day in and day out. Teaching your child to have an alone time, and I'm not saying that it will go smoothly every day, but most days, if you've taught your child to play alone for 30 minutes by his or herself, you can have that 30 minutes to do something that helps to renew you. And if you could teach them to have an alone time in the morning and in the afternoon, you could use one of them for getting a chore done, one of them for a time for renewal. It can really work out well. And if you have older children, you can have playtimes together. This is another one of my favorite things, especially now that I have older children who are really older. So you pair off one big kid and one little kid, and they go have a playtime time together which helps foster sibling relationships, it helps teach the little one to listen to other people, and it helps teach the older child to be gracious and focused on helping make somebody else happy. Important lessons for everybody all around. And you might have to referee this, especially at the beginning and from time to time, but usually if you limit it to a half an hour, they play happily for a half an hour and you're able to have some time to yourself. Library story times or any other time like that is another thing that can be a really good good time for you to get away or just a time for you to sit and listen while somebody else is helping guide your child. And I loved library story times because I was right there. I was still there and present with them, but they were totally enraptured. And the librarian was the one who was exerting all of the energy to get the kids engaged and I was able to just sit there and breathe, and it worked really well. Time out in nature is important, so take a walk with the kids. You can go at a kid's pace. This is a thing that I learned from Waldorf pedagogy, uh, which is just go at the pace that your toddler or your preschooler is going, and just uh, observe the world. You know, when they stop for the fiftieth time to examine a snail or a walnut or something on the ground. Then you just stop and you observe, smile and nod your head and just enjoy being out. Enjoy the things that they see, enjoy the things that you see. That can be a real time of renewal for you. Even just getting outside and hanging clothes on the line or sitting and looking around on a beautiful day can really help you to feel better. Going out to a playground can be really helpful because the kids go and play and you can just sit again and enjoy nature or contemplate or pray, do whatever you want to do, read a book, which brings us to books. Reading books can be very good. And from time to time, I'm not a big fiction reader. I hardly ever read a fiction book. But from time to time, you can read a fiction book that just takes you away. So I, I love Jane Austen and all of that period kind of uh you know not cheesy romance novels but some actual meat to the novel like Jane Austen writes about and so those books I read maybe one or two fiction books a year but they are really nice to help you just get away and really enjoy. Movies can do the same thing especially if it's a movie you really enjoy a chick flick or something and you're sitting on the couch with your spouse and you can just snuggle up and enjoy the movie together because that not only is refreshing for you because you're with somebody that you love and you're watching a good movie, but it actually has a physiological reason for helping you feel better, which is it stimulates the hormone oxytocin. All of these relaxation things and even things like eating a meal that you enjoy can help boost oxytocin levels. And that helps you relax and feel better, builds in renewal and refreshment. So watching a a movie with your sweetie that is going to make you both laugh or help you cuddle up together because it's a sweet love story or something, that's a good thing to do for renewal for uh, mental and biological reasons. Taking a long shower or a warm bath Those are both things that really relax a lot of people. So those are good ideas to to help you out. And getting a massage. This is a huge luxury. I've had one massage in my entire life. It was while I was pregnant with Honor. My mom gave me a massage, and it was wonderful. I mean, of course, you can ask your husband to give you a massage or trade massages, but when when I was thinking about this, I was thinking of actually a professional massage. So... All right, so if somebody loves you and gets you a professional massage, go ahead and take that. Other things that can that can be good are things that help you by mentally stimulating you, like taking an online class. That's something that a mom can often fit into her schedule and if you can find a class that's on a topic that you're interested in, like I like birth and baby classes. That can really help you feel like you're maintaining yourself perhaps professionally or just an interest that you have. I would encourage you with something like that to find balance because it can get stressful. I know that most of my coursework is self-paced, but occasionally there will be something that has a deadline, and then I can start to feel real tense. So do watch if you decide to take an online course that you plan well. And that it's realistic or that it's open ended and self paced, and you don't let yourself get stressed out because the reason that you're doing this is for your own personal enrichment. So you want it to be enriching. Blogging or writing, those are other things that many moms love to do. Again, I encourage you to find balance because you don't want to spend all your time in front of the computer like I've been doing for the past few weeks trying to get natural birth and baby cares redesign done. But the When you do it with balance, you will often find that it's very enriching and it gives you a few minutes to share or even if you never publish it online, you just write on your computer or write in your own paper-bound journal. Those are things that can really help renew you and refresh you and give you some peace and a sense of self-expression. Art and other hobbies can all fit in with those sorts of things. So, again, find what works for you. And remember, just like I gave examples from my own life because I wanted to show you that these things don't have to take a lot of time. And when you're in the early weeks with a newborn, you may not be able to do any of this sort of thing. But once your baby is getting older, uh, you can really fit a lot of this in. And if you're pregnant right now, I would encourage you to fit little things in. And like I talked about on the last podcast, Those moments of time might really revolve around bonding with your baby or doing some childbirth preparation, but that helps you set the stage for finding this time after your baby comes. So remember to honor those early weeks when things are hectic and when you're getting to know your baby, when you're falling in love, when you're getting the hang of breastfeeding, when you're getting the hang of mothering or mothering two or three children. Honor that time as being maybe a little bit hectic, but... Once your baby is getting older, work on finding little bits of time that you can renew yourself. Okay, though, I wanted to, like I said, add one announcement onto the end of this because it's something that I'm really, really excited about. And I've been literally waiting months to share this with everybody. And this is for this week only. So if you are listening to this in the future, I'm really sorry but this is for the week between November 4th and November 9th of 2013 is the ultimate healthy living bundle. And what this is is a bundle of 86. That's right. 86 ebooks on healthy living topics, natural mothering topics, And included in with the bundle is a 12 session online conference, which they're calling the Coffee Table Conversations. And one of those topics I get to speak on as one of the panelists, so I'm super excited about that. You are probably not going to be surprised to hear that it's a natural pregnancy and birth panel, but I love teaching, I love talking about baby and birth stuff. Otherwise, I'm kind of shy in real life, would you believe that? But but I love talking about birth and baby stuff. And I am super thrilled to be a panelist for the coffee table conversations and you get all 12 of those along with the 86 ebooks plus a whole bunch of real bonuses. And when I say real bonuses, I mean things like natural laundry detergent, uh, $25 worth of natural laundry detergent, $15 worth of natural skincare products, um, it's not free, it costs one cent, but a one cent video on herbal remedies, so there's actual freebies like that, there's also a two month membership to Fit2B, which is one of the most popular mommy workout uh, online membership sites so you can even try and take your 15 minutes of workout like I was just talking about and you can use your fit to be membership to help you plan out a routine that works for you and helps you get rid of that mummy tummy but the so the whole bundle covers all kinds of issues It, it covers natural pregnancy and birth it covers baby and kid issues natural health meal planning whole foods fitness there are fitness specific ebooks there's ebooks on planning there's ebooks covering things like overcoming fatigue and other issues that moms find one is is a really interesting book that I'm just digging into called the unwired mom and it's talking about finding time to disconnect from the internet, from the blog, from the phone, from the tablet, and really intentionally be there for your kids. Mother intentionally, connect intentionally, so it addresses that relationship aspect I was just talking about. I mean, there is a whole wealth of resources. There's there's another book that talks about simplifying the holidays, and I've actually, that's the one I've been reading for the past couple of days because we've got Lots going on for the holidays this year, and I want to make sure that that is stress-free because I don't need any more stress in my life, and this is a perfect timing to grab that book because right now we're still two months out from the Christmas holidays, a few weeks out from Thanksgiving here in the United States, so this is the perfect time to plan the holidays so they go off as stress-free as possible. So it's just, there's tons of books, tons, 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 and you can go... And Learn more. See all the books. See all the bonuses. Get a listing of all of the bonuses that you get and all of the coffee table conversations. That's what I was trying to say. Get a list of all the coffee table conversations at birthbabylife.com slash bundle sale. Again, that's www.birthbabylife.com slash bundle sale. And that'll take you right to my bundle page. Alternately, you can just go to the naturalbirthandbabycare.com homepage and you'll see the little banner at the top of the page by my logo. Click that and it will get you all the information. Remember that this is good through November the 9th, 2013. If you're listening in the future, I will let you know about any other bundle sales coming up. But this one is just November 4th through 9th, 2013. So go ahead and get the information now and grab your bundle and let me know what you think. As always, I would love it if you would take a minute to leave me a rating on iTunes or let me know what you think about the podcast. It only takes a second. It means a lot to me, and it helps me know what you want to hear in the future. And I thank you so much for being a listener. Remember, it doesn't take a lot of time to take a little bit of time for yourself, and it makes you the better mama or daddy that you want to be. I hope that you have a blessed day, and I will see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening to the Birth, Baby and Life Podcast with Kristen Burgess. For great resources and tons more info, visit www.birthbabylife.com. Visit www.birthbabylife.com.